podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, yes, welcome to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey. Hey. Ish. Pod ish. Yeah, very ish. Oh yeah, fair point. Pod one ninety. No way. Is it? One ninety? Yeah. Doesn't time fly? Yeah. Seems no. like a week since we did one eighty nine. No, there's two weeks. Well, for you guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> pod yes. Pod 190 is sponsored well, it's by... Not, but it's not Pod 190 for Jingle, because he keeps missing them, doesn't he? Well, it is Pod 190, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. not for you, though, because well, keep missing them, busy. too. Busy boy these days. Yeah. Sponsored by Vector Printing, for your print and embroidery needs, go to vector.co.uk, that's Vector with her. K. 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 Nice. And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. No, you know what? I actually will tonight. You, I really will. You, you yeah, have to. I, I really will. will. I will. Judge, judging by the way he came in, all blood and thunder and four pints down already, I think he might be visiting. No. Some, he'll be visiting some sort of website tonight. To <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's not you the time we want to start. You know this, uh, this other broad, broadcast media thing you're doing. Why don't you get them sponsors? Bloke, bloke. They pay me enough money already. I don't think they want to put more money towards. So Palace lost to uh, West Ham at the weekend. Yeah. Um, as predicted yeah fair point my question to you guys is does Pardew have a plan B uh, he, 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 I don't think any of us predicted that half time change I, I should point out I had what is euphemistically called a stomach upset so I wasn't paying a lot of attention in the first half and by ten minutes in the second half I was in the toilet at Tesco's in Fort Heath <laughs> <laughs> I just thought my being wildly sick. Um, it was. It's look. It's two steps forward, one step back. We we have spoken on the pod recently about the fact that changing the way we play might take a bit of time. It was. It was. It was poor. Around. You could have had Plan C, D. If the players aren't, if everybody decides to have an off day on the same day, then what? Yeah. You, you no, know, not one of the players came out of it with any. I was even cross with Mandanda in the end because there's no point poncing around trying to play the ball out of defence when you've got four defenders who don't want the ball in the end it's just like hoof it given the conditions stop trying to play football when they clearly none, neither of the back four wanted the ball to, to you know McCarthy and Ledley didn't particularly want it in the first half no one McCarthy's the only one who come out in that game I think really as a Palace player with any yeah. particular credit it's like old timey Palace and it was the first time this season when an away team looked bigger and physically stronger than us and more up for it and we couldn't get hold of Cresswell all the West they Ham wanted it more than us. They, they, they wanted to. it. They, they, they did seem to. All the West Ham fans I know were really pleased at Christmas. And it proved it right at the end of the game when they celebrated. Yeah. By throwing their shirts into the, their their crowd and their fans, and it's like it was almost like they won the Champions League. You know? yeah. I know it's uh, not usually the well, done, yeah. done thing on this pod to give credit to the opposition, but to be fair, they set up very very well. They closed us down incredibly well. Pressed yep. high up the pitch, yep. snuffed us out completely. You know, and they were they were pretty much first. Uh, more yep. or less every second ball yep. for at least That's 60 minutes. Yep. So I guess going back to JD's original question about yeah. Pardew and a plan B, obviously at half-time he changed things around yeah. and brought on Kabai. Um, 
And Zeki Fries, of course. And, and Zeki, yeah. Sir, Sir Zeki, as we like to call him. Yeah. Um, I personally think that, should, that that change should have happened maybe 20, 25 minutes into the first half because yeah. it obviously wasn't working. It obviously wasn't working. So why wait to half time? That's my question. And obviously there was such, you know, Benteke is a really good player, of course he is, but he didn't, he was... He had a mad, didn't he? He had a terrible game. Yeah. In the first half in particular, he just so, just so immobile. He's not... Every team we've seen at Sellers Park this season, one of their players, one of their front players will be closing down the centre-backs. He didn't make any attempts or any effort at all to do any closing down. It was like watching Conor Wick and there was just a huge gap between him and any of the other mm. Palace players. The idea that Cresswell could go, get forward seemed to mystify Wilf every moment of that first half. Ledley spent most of the game with his facing our goal rather than the other way. It's just... It's just an off day all round. And it like was, that, you know I what, Kev? It was typical Palace, wasn't it? It was. A little it bit. was typical we, Palace. Was, I know we yeah. sit on this pod yeah. many, many times over many years, but it's like it's one of those games where we feel as though we're on a bit of a roll, on a bit of a run, yeah. and all of a sudden this happens. Did West Ham have many starting in the international break? It looked to me like they were fresher than us. They I had mean, a couple of players back. But a couple, still, but we had uh, sort of you know four or five starters during the intersession. But I don't know if yeah, it, it tickets, sounds like an ben, excuse. Ben, ben ben it's an off day. Yeah. I just say I think that's a feeble excuse. Benteke started against Gibraltar. <laughs> I mean, they've been to start, start <laughs> yes, it. Benteke, it seemed to take Benteke half an hour to realise that he, they weren't playing Gibraltar again. It's like, mm. yeah. and it's just, and you really notice it when he's not putting the work in. You really notice it, and that penalty. Ledley didn't have so a great game. So what was wrong from the start then? Why do we start slowly, and why do we continue to start slowly? No, I think Street. I think you just have to give credit to West Ham. They, yeah, it, the weather never helps a game like that. But it, I think Street is absolutely right. West Ham just did their homework. They, you know, other teams recognise what we know. Our, our home form is still abysmal. Remember. And that still plays. That must play in the minds of Palace players. All, yeah. you know, the, our home form was absolutely terrible, just, and we talked about after the Stoke result, making sure that's not a fluke and a one-off. And so, and already it looks like it was a fluke and a one-off. Well, we've said a few but, times uh, this season already that we struggle when the back falls under a lot of pressure and the pressure is really, really high. And West Ham did do that, and our, our defence straight away looked really uncomfortable. Well, I think you've got to give credit to Billich because you know um, Travis said to me after the game, oh, a little bit later after the game. Said, you know, we we were bound to get caught out. Here we are. We've got Benteke, and we're playing around Benteke, and we've got the wingers. Da-da-da. And West Ham completely stuffed that out. Yeah, they stuffed it out. And you got to give credit to the the management of the team. You have to, you know. So Bilic is outwitting Pardew. Well, I don't. Is he? I don't, I don't know. know. I, don't know. Well, I think yeah. I think the thing is that everyone because I mean for the first time I absolutely watching that game. When I wasn't doubled up in agony watching that game in the first half. <laughs> we all were. When I agreed with Streety about. Yeah, once they got behind the fullbacks, that was it. We were stuffed. Once they turned the fullbacks, there was the lack of mobility there was was shocking. But they weren't getting any. any <laughs> they weren't getting any. It's one of those pods, isn't it? <laughs> Can't be. I've got a couple of that's, <laughs> that's, that's my best trick. My ventriloquist act. It's the only one I can do. My impression, my impression of a tin of Jamaica's finest lager. <laughs> I suspect. I, I genuinely suspect that whatever. I don't think it was. I think it's partly Billich setting up well I think it's part of the fact that everybody had an off day for us as simple as that so well, we've got one one we, do, we do have one way of playing at the moment you know it, we, we've, we've not really had anyone trying to operate between midfield and attack that much as a number no. 10 we, we basically said well we'll get the ball out wide to Zaha and Townsend and or whip it in from set pieces and, and West Ham were equal to the crosses because Reid had a very good game their defence yeah, yeah, generally played pretty some, well some, some, yeah. and sometimes that, that, it's going to look one dimensional but, but it is the age of problem it's the age of problem sorry Kevin it's the age of problem as you said earlier on JD 
does Pardew have a plan B? We said it all last yeah, season. All last season. It, you know? it clearly yeah. has because we're playing a different style of football this season than we were. But that's his new plan. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes the players, you have to, even in, in a Sunday league team, players will take responsibility on it. Yeah, there's a couple of times when, when Townsend and Zahar switch sides, but all that did was change personnel. Yeah. Sometimes players have to work out what's going on on the pitch. They don't have to be told. They can see what's happening mm. and start looking for different angles. But like you say, there was this huge exclusion zone around Benteke. They weren't playing off him. I don't know whether that, they picked up on the fact early on that he was about to have a bad guy. It's just... It, you know, and it wasn't for the want of trying. I mean, they were quite radical changes that, that Pardew made at half-times. I don't think any of us... That's, that's become a theme, isn't it? Like in the last two years that he's been a manager, there's been a lot of games where we started slowly and, and Pardew's had to make stop yeah, at the half time. The ball. I think the, the, what annoyed me at, at, at that game afterwards, especially the social media responses, like cutting some slack, is one bad game. But equally, there yeah, have been far too many occasions when he's actually even admitted in press conferences afterwards, oh, I got it wrong, yeah. had to change it at half So time. is that a concern then? Well, it's, not, it's to a certain extent is, because he should be doing his homework better, frankly. Yeah, is, but we're ninth in the Premier League and. The, the, before the West Ham game we were sitting there saying what a fantastic season we're having aren't we enjoying watching the football we play didn't we play well at Evans so it's so it annoys me that we're, so many Palace fans just reverted back to our Christ we're shit we're going there's down there's always going to be something already people talking about going down it's like no, that's like, it's like grow up <laughs> <There's> always, <laughs> like, like you, you said in the previous but yeah. there are some fans that are just that way inclined and that's the way yeah. it is but it, it I guess but, it's just frustrating, given that we, how good we had been, and and that West Ham. Yeah, but yeah, are, and the fact is, it's, you could blame. They it, wanted, it, didn't they? They yeah, really yeah, wanted. But it, you could blame. You could say half five kickoff throws things out. The, the rain could have thrown. There's all sorts of things. It didn't feel right from the start. Again, it felt like. Well, we didn't yeah. feel all that competitive in that match. We which didn't feel right I think I think I do think a bit yeah. of a disappointment because you never want to go along to watch your team and feel like they've not not that yeah. they haven't given it a go and put effort in, but just that they've not turned up, which they did. <laughs> that's, that, that's the game where you go. That's why we should have kept Jednak in the squad, even though we got better players because mm. just that physical strength, just that he would have he would have taken a book in. He would have you know because it was quite clear that that we were getting out muscled right from the start. Especially because Benteke didn't want to compete, and it's like I say, then it does start from the back. You know, the amount of times we just sort of all skid out of play because Ward or Kelly failed to, to or Delaney especially failed to control a basic lob out from from Mandana, and Delaney just looked like we looked so ponderous. We looked so I don't know our defence, our back four just looked not quite there. I yeah, mean, you yeah, know, those those two fullbacks, we've moaned about them a little bit. But we keep going back, you know. But it wasn't it wasn't happening. We looked so dodgy at the back the whole time. So be, dodgy. Whenever they came forward, it was just like, oh, head in hands. First half. Well, first, first half. Was, so, yeah. so the Bournemouth game is exactly the same. The first half. We were lucky again. You just wanted the half-time whistle. Well, he didn't then because of Benteke's... Well, the worry for me is that in both games, the thing that's made us look vulnerable is the fact that as soon as there's been that really close pressure on the back four, yeah. they've, they've looked like they've struggled. And other manage, managers will start picking up on that. They'll go, right, yeah, yeah. the way you, you get into Palace is you put pressure on them from you know their own defensive third. Yeah, but Make sure you press them really, really high. They'll give the ball away. They'll look but, like they're under but, pressure. Yeah, but to be fair, you know, Pardew hasn't had his back... His, his, First choice back four for any game this season. Dan will be back against Leicester. Yeah, I predict. I'm, I'm convinced from what I gather. Pardew loves Seki Fry, so I reckon he'll start against against Leicester because Fry. I thought he looked okay. Like, I, I don't think he's been that more bad. He's more of a Suarez sort of player. Though. He's more. He's got more energy going forward, he, and he will get crosses in, and he will cause their. Because that's the thing is that Cresswell and the, and the, the other fullback had the freedom of the pitch because they had the beating. 
not only our midfield cover, but our fullbacks. They were under our fullbacks so easy. You can't. It, you can't just blame the fullbacks because there was no because Wilf was just bamboozled completely by well, Ward. Kev, I also think so, Jenny. But I also think I was thinking if we if Benteke had got that penalty in the forty fourth minute yeah. and would have gone in one all, I think the whole game would have been yeah, totally different. Sure. You know, it would have been different, obviously, because we'd have gone in like, oh, yeah. wow. Okay, and then we got out second half, and I think maybe we could have won the game. I think arguably, with, well, it would have because West Ham and they'd gone eighteen goals without having a clean sheet, so that would have played on their minds as soon as he went in. But that's four points, arguably, we've lost through two really bad penalties this season. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that penalty, true. that penalty was beyond bad because he was Adrian was already on the ground; he'd sent in the wrong way, so I had to try and do. And it, but his body language he, he was facing the corner flag he wasn't even facing the goal he was pointing in the wrong direction just, well you have watched it 18 times I have you? watched it 18 times because I didn't I didn't quite believe it on, the, on Saturday <laughs> so I had to keep watching it and see what well, I was going to blame Kayla the Eagle at one stage I thought she might have left some <laughs> kind of blame out of the main stand yeah, yeah. But, uh, just, but I think the thing is it was such a poor performance you almost have to dismiss it I don't think it's the start of a trend it's just in, in diff- un- unusual circumstances yeah. we played really badly against and look let's, you know, even with players out West Ham have got a really good they're a good strong side they've had their problems it's, def- it's still season. one to look for though uh, yeah. up to Christmas the, the especially fact that in other, other teams will try to play like oh, that yeah, of course they will and yeah. you at some, I, I, I take the point that you know, Dan coming back into that team yeah. obviously strengthens that defence but I still don't think that back four even with him and Tonkin and with uh, it'll probably be Ward I guess and maybe Friars that's still not a back four that is other than Dan super comfortable on the ball or that will look competent at spreading play when they're pressed high so uh, there will be more games like that so well, Pardew has to come up with, with some sort of solution to really when teams play like West Ham did and like well, we, Bournemouth did in the first we half we can't change the personnel until January so you've got to change the way the midfield the, the two in midfield is just not do we think that, do we think that, I mean I think that we started to play better in midfield in the second half once Kabai came on yeah. I thought Ledger had a bit of a shocker in the he first did. half mm. um, Kabai uh, unlike Kabai normally where we always complain about him on the pod about playing too deep mm. and not really being the attacking midfielder that we thought he was I thought he was quite I thought he was trying he's really pushing it he's pushing it just wasn't really happening but I think maybe if he'd have been on from the beginning maybe I think I, I, I think he'll play it was that because West Ham were a goal down so they were defending a lead and I think he'll start I think he'll start Kabai against yeah, yeah, I think, I, I and I think he'll sit, I'll sit him, he'll sit him right in front of the, the centre backs mm. um, but no no Punchin didn't have a good game you can't point to any Palace the, the, the problem is though like you, you're absolutely right it was a, it was a one off and it was a yeah. bad day of the office well, well let's that. hope it was a one off well, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but you don't there aren't that many games in the Premier League and aren't that many 38 there aren't that many games winnable games at home against teams playing that badly so it's, 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 it's just a missed opportunity isn't it it's just it is, it's, I know it's a one off but it's frustrating it, it, because you don't get many chances to get points say a draw away Everton is a, is a opportunity game it's like it's Yes, it is a missed opportunity, but we'll pick up wins from positions where we probably didn't think we would get a win this season. So, I just I think the fact that Palace fans are just it, just immediately going when I say it's a start a slippery slope, blah blah blah. It's like it was a one-off bad game. It's like yeah, but those they're the same fans that when we win, they, they all, think we're going to yeah, get in Champions League. They so. always did, you know, but we're not. Yeah, you know. well, we might do. Long season, never know. Um, the Cresswell red cut two yellows for red. Is he unlucky then? I don't think either, I don't either, either card was a yellow, to be honest. You'd be infuriated if it had been the other way. In the first one was a penalty. I think, yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I think, think I the first one was a penalty. Yeah. I don't think it should be. But the second one was right in front of where I sit. Yeah, he didn't. The second, and that was no way. That was For me, you know what that should to me? It's like total crowd control. Because the crowd went absolutely mad. 
and the ref was just like, oh, uh, red. I, no way was I. Well, do you know what? Atkinson, one of those refs, he's, he's like John Moss. He always kind of cheered up when we get Atkinson because, in the same way that Clattenburg can't see us winning, Atkinson he gives a lot of penalties for us. He seems to he seems to be on Zahar's side as well, Atkinson. He seems to look out for Zahar being failed. And he spotted that foul really well on Ben Tekken's. I presume it was the penalties for the second foul on Ben Tekken. Yeah, it was, was, yeah. He swatted that really well, but he's a good ref. But I think you're absolutely right. I think yeah. he—I don't think he even made contact with. It. I think no. he was sort of upper chest, and he didn't swing out. So yes, he was unlucky. And, yeah. Very unlucky. Yeah. I mean, to get two yellow cards in what 48 seconds was yeah. it? Something ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. And obviously, it didn't help us. <laughs> well, no, no, it never does. It never yeah. does. Oh, you know. Anyway. But I don't, to be honest, I think it was one of those games that we could have played for another couple of hours and probably wouldn't have scored yeah, it. I'd have gone on by then. Just, yeah. I'd have gone on. Weather was terrible as well. West Ham are our bogey team, especially at Sellers Park. And I think, again, these things, players know these things, don't they? But we do, we, it comes back to that home run. We do need to sort of that home form again because teams just aren't scared of. But I don't know what no. you do to sort of that. Teams aren't scared We've of played terribly them. against them all four times he played in the last at home yeah. in the last in Premier League. We won one in yeah. a terrible game. Yeah. And we've lost a lot of three, so. Just can't Great. beat West Ham at home. It's really upbeat. Yeah. Well, what would you expect? Well, it was awful. But I mean, but my question is: was it a one-off, or is it? Do we have a real problem in the way that we can't change a game? When well, what's it's not the going problem well? then? If there well, is the one. problem, the problem was is that it obviously wasn't working right. West Ham set up and Billich. Credit to West Ham and Billich, they set up in a certain way. Why did it take us forty-five minutes to sort that out? How early then? How early do you admit that and make a change? Like how long or how long do you let it play? I don't know. I'm not, it's a brave manager that. Well, it's kind of, well okay. Well, it's, I want a brave manager. Yeah. I want a brave manager. I don't want a manager that's going to go. Oh, wait till our time when we're one 0 down. Yeah, but managers always say they want to get to half time to look at the players and see the players are up for it and body language, blah blah blah. So it's like, you know, okay. I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm playing slightly devil's advocate. Well, it's also that balance, that balance as well because it was pretty obvious to the crowd. It was pretty obvious to me and the people around me yeah, but nothing, that nothing yeah, was happening. I know, but nothing tells the world more that the manager made a mistake at the start and him changing something twenty minutes in. Mm, yeah. That's true. That's true. And the fact was that we were still in the game at one nil. As, as it was proved we did start to play a little bit better funny enough there was a spell after West Ham scored and I thought we looked like we were going into the game it didn't last long but mm. we were never out of sight I mean no. it was never it was just uh, a bit crap on it all around yeah pretty much yeah, it's it's time hard. to move on should we, uh, yeah. should we end part one there because I feel like the energy is very low isn't it it's just it's a bit like Palace on Saturday yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and we'll well, kind of the energy is kind of taken from the host yeah yeah, yeah really, really. <laughs> The host sort of drives it or not. Or just I, I'm, I'm with yeah. you, Kev. I'm with you. No, I was really up when I got here, but Shady yeah. stood yeah, down yeah, today. Yeah. You were very up when you came. Very up when I came out. I was yeah. like, I was flying. You were coming down the street. I was like a seven. <laughs> I was like a seven four seven man. <laughs> <laughs> lovely. lovely. Open the door, Jamie. I've been at a meeting. <laughs> got four cans of red stripe. What's it? Where's the pizza? <laughs> Good, okay, right, well, uh, after the break we've got questions from our listeners, uh, you, our listeners, uh, so join us in a bit. Uh, welcome back to this week's 5 Year Plan Podcast. Hey! Hey! <laughs> wow, okay. That's Can right. free. <laughs> uh, sponsored by Vector Printing. For all your print and embroidery needs, go to vector.co.uk. And that's Vector with a... K. And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com 
I will! <laughs> oh dear, I wish you told me that so I could adjust the levels. That was, oh, that's that's going to hurt people's ears. Right, okay. Uh, questions then. I bet that's what JCIS always thought yeah. he wanted for his advert. What I want is a noddy holder with his mouth full. Can I say something though? At the end of, um, at the, end of the game on Saturday, I was in. Sorry, sir, I'm, I'm eating actually. It's fine. Um, I was just waiting for uh, my wife and daughter to come out of the, uh, the toilet and I heard this, this voice shouting, I will! I will! I will! And uh, it was it was JC yeah. oh, himself. Yeah, himself. Hey, hello, JC. I hope you're listening. How yeah, lovely. He's tall. lovely man. Absolutely very tall. top man. Top very tall. man. Very tall. Very tall. Very tall. Very, yeah, very tall. Okay. Um, let's... Well, maybe we should get we should get uh, Vector to embroider something for John. We should do that. Yeah. A bit of cross cross like, sponsorship. Pollination. Yeah. Pollination. T-shirt that says "I will" on it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he could do something for their brand. Actually, do you think if we sold I Will t-shirts, people would buy them? I would. I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not ask? We'll get on to, we'll get on yeah. to better at that. Um, right, question time. The first question this week comes from Jonathan Staten. Hi, Jonathan. Ooh, hi, Jonathan. He says, I live in Hong Kong. Oh, nice. Where nice. Two That's ti- not a question. It, it gets on to it. I live in Hong Kong. He actually, actually put, I love in Hong Kong. But, you know, whatever you do in your spare time. Fair enough. I live in Hong Kong where two typhoons are battering us. Oh, so do that. With that in mind, should I be drinking a double G and T or a couple of Sing Tao's on the twenty-five minute ferry home? I love that ferry journey. What ferry journey? The one in Hong Kong across the it's most exciting little trip. Our gin and tonics come across to me as a bit post-colonial, <laughs> so I would go for the Sing Tao. Fair enough. That's a good yeah. good reason. I right. go for both. Yeah. Why don't they come across <laughs> in one glass? Also, yeah. be careful. Be careful if you're on the if you're on the boat in a typhoon. You want to be careful now. That's else. fair point. The old star ferry in a typhoon. Yeah. Stay safe, Jonathan. Good Next question. question. <laughs> That's a good question. Oh, well, it's a different question to start with. We, we haven't yeah. had a food or beverage related question for quite some time. There I'm you go. Like to miss them. We haven't had a food or beverage related complaint for a little while either. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, during yeah, the week, that will change. Yeah. Next question is from. A man that's got two first names as his names. Thomas Sam. Oh, oh Thomas. Thomas. Thomas Sam. Should Benteke remain as penalty taker or should someone else do it? His record isn't that brilliant, is it? I don't know. He's been a regular penalty idea. taker, but I I think he wants to take the penalty. He wanted to take the penalty against Bournemouth, didn't he? Yeah. You could tell. Um it's just so frustrating that penalty because the fact that I can see Adrian now lying on the pitch. Why didn't he just hammer it? In those conditions, why don't you just face it? No, even forward. Why don't you face forward? <laughs> yeah, face just smash forward. it. Speaking of lying on the pitch, somebody asked a really good question the other day. These are the our wall jumping up against Everton. Yeah. Is there any reason why, if you've got a wall, can a tall player lie on the pitch behind the wall? So when they jump up, why not? If, if the player know. hits the ball on the ground, it can just hit him. Just a really big waste of a player, though. No, no, it's well, not if it stops a goal. Not if it stops a goal. Just yeah, but what if it like say it oh, just, just gets forward. cannoned into his hand? He's like, oh, like, sorry about that. No, but you oh, turn with your back hands, to the wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, you have, no, you have your back. So, so, so you're lying, lying, lying on the ground with your face face facing the ball. No, no, you have your face facing the goal with your hands in front of you. So the ball hands in front of you. So all it's going to hit is the back of your head or your back or your bum or your legs. So then the wall can jump up with impunity, and you're never going to give a handball away, are you? I mean, there have been some stupid things said in the 190 podcasts that we've done, but this is... This yeah. wasn't said in the podcast, this was said in the Porsons' Arms. Well, no, you've repeated it on the podcast. I think yeah, it's very, you know what, Kev? If we were to not repeat stuff we said in the Porsons' Arms, this probably be about 12 Very minutes. good, <laughs> very good point. It's a good point, isn't it? Very I good actually, point. I'm with Kevin on this one, I think oh, it's a good point. Kev. Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely not. Well, you're a lawyer, so you probably know better than so we do. Can we, yeah. can we go back to the question? Who, what was the question? Should Ben East remain as penalty taker, or should yes, someone else? Yes, because he'll be, yeah. he'll be so much... Who else can take them? He needs to take... What, well, punch Kibai, him? Punch? Kibai. No, I wouldn't. Kibai's lost... Has punch, t- has punch taken many? Oh, Punch missed that one at Spurs, didn't he? He did. Oh, 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 I don't remember that one. He's still in orbit, that one, yeah. It was on a run, though, before that. But to be fair, all the dead balls... We didn't. Our dead ball delivery was just poor on... Saturday full stop. I know Rust Dam's defence got a lot of credit for dealing with him, but there was and Andros, can you take a penalty? I'd be more inclined to give Andros That's a penalty. Not bad penalty. He would probably well, dribble it yeah, too far. Steve, Steve's got good will carry on taking them until he yeah, has I, mean, I think he should take the next one because he needs yeah. to prove himself. Good. Uh, the next question comes from uh, someone on Twitter. I don't I can't have no, no, a good name. Hi someone on Twitter. Sorry, I copied the question down and um why can't Palace ever raise their game against 10 men? Cresswell, Smalling, McCarthy, Kiate, Milner, Azpilicueta, Arteta, without conceding a penalty, have all been sent off against us, but we've only scored once and earned one point following the dismissal. Well, good research. And, that was, and that was West Ham away last year. It's, it's difficult to play against 10 men, isn't it? So the cliche goes, but it, it does play into the hands of those people who say Pardew hasn't got a plan B because you are... I mean, technically, everyone. Every time you see a game on telly, everyone says what James just said. Difficult, but but then everyone says the key to it is retaining the ball, moving them about, finding the space where the extra man was. But it is slightly worrying that because you would hope that any team would have a sort of plan for yeah. going. Because when you have got someone like Zahar in your team, other players are going to get red cards. Exactly. Yeah. So, so you think you'd have some sort of plan? You just, so, that, but that's. Well, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a problem for Palace. I think it's just a problem in general. I think we we have seemed to suffer recently quite, quite that, a lot. That research yeah, yeah. is quite worrying. It is. It's good that's research. That's great research. Yeah. Really good. That's, obviously, sh- that's obviously not from FYP, is it? It's just a shame we haven't got his name. It'd be but lovely. Does, does that, that include that all quality of research? Wouldn't it be great if you had his name? I found his name. Right. It's from Al. Oh, oh Al. Hey, we can call you Al. Good research, Al. CPT. Does that does that include all? There must have been instances though where we've had. Then sent off the opposition and actually got on to win. I mean, we talked about this on the train down. You thought well, yeah, you I'm might have researched that in the time that we talked about it and <laughs> the pod started. Well, his, research, his research would seem to contradict your lack of research. Well, yeah, I'm, 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 not, I'm not saying the guy's wrong. I mean, you've got the razor sharp legal mind like a trap. We know that. It's like a, literally like a steel trap, your mind. But he's done the research and you clearly he haven't. He has done research, yeah. So basically, you're guessing. See, if I was a judge, I wouldn't be that happy. Just goes to beats. Just goes to show you F at beats colour every time. And the irony is that you're getting paid hundreds of pounds an hour for that lack of research and that poor luck. How much are you getting paid? Not enough. Uh, Well, the thing with ten men though, even if that research is comprehensive and includes all the times we've had uh, men sent off for the opposition, and, and our record is that bad, it's just. It's not that difficult for a team to adapt no, to being a man down yeah, yeah, and show far less attacking intent. Take off, I don't know, you know, a striker, take off a left winger, and really start to consolidate and try and yeah, just, you yeah, know, sit there with a bank of four and a bank of five. You see enough teams do it. And that's when, as you say, it does take a little bit more improvisation in how you're going to approach the game and how you're going to try and break it down. It can eventually just get very frustrating because you sit there thinking, we should be beating them, we've got the extra man. But well, it doesn't it, actually always end up translating into you do, extraction. You, you do don't... imagine that it would be one of it would be a training ground thing that you would have drills where you sort of play against a man. Just a slight pause here while the two younger members are <laughs> having, having their photograph taken don't by refer- one of the old ones. I think it's a video actually. Who immediately went in some kind of culturally inappropriate gang type pose. <laughs> don't reference it. Let's just carry on. 
I think that's quite as cultural appropriation, isn't it? When you, <laughs> I think he was just playing Candy Crush. Uh, what were you talking about? Well, that's a, again the level of professionalism on that side of the table was just <laughs> dropped completely. Didn't it, really? Talking about playing against ten men. But what what do we decide about ten men? Why do Palace struggle? Well, if you can't be asked to listen in on your own pod, I think most, most teams Ledley struggle. King, ask Ledley King. Ask your <laughs> new best mate Ledley King how many would play against ten well, men. Well, I, I would like to know. Swansea Arsenal match at the Emirates. Arsenal go down to ten men with what was it, about half an hour to go still. Yeah. Yeah. And you know Swansea, despite playing pretty well against them, couldn't make that yeah. play and and find the equaliser. It's just a facet it's, of modern football. They're all, they're, they're, they're all fit teams now. It's difficult yeah. to play against ten men because they all they all raise their game. Right, next question. This is a question for Street. Oh, personalised. I will. From he will. Uh, uh, Dan. Dan. I wonder if this is going to be complimentary. He looks enough. slightly worried. Oh, look at him. Uh, he does look worried. He does look, look really, really worried, worried Kev. Him. Look at him. He's really furrowed brow. Oh. The question's from Dan Tuffield. Oh, hi, Dan. Oh, Dan Tuffield. Like Actually, yeah. no, I'm going to reserve saying hi, Dan, until after the question, just in case. Well, that's a bit weird, but okay. Uh, Dan's question says, with Street finally predicting a result correctly... I like, <laughs> I like this question. <laughs> like this question a lot. Should an investigation be started into match fixing? <laughs> <laughs> that is a very serious allegation. Yeah, rigged like the American funny. elections rigged. Well, no, eventually, yeah. eventually if, you, uh, if you predict a loss enough it times, will, it will end up happening. Yeah, yeah. In, in, in the famous words of uh, yeah. someone, uh, even a stop clock is right twice, twice a day. A day. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think there's a great deal of, of merit yeah. to predicting that. And lots Not of, if it's a 24 hour clock. Well, that, that, that's true. <laughs> that's very <laughs> true. <laughs> just saying. Oh, it's still. Enders, Enders has blown our minds. There's still all clocks are 24 hour clocks when you think about it. Well, yeah, but if it's. You know what I'm saying. Oh, hang on, I used to take that in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, boys, take it, take it. Talk about a digital clock. Yeah, can I even stop? They wouldn't stop, would they? They'd just go blank because the batteries, well, they would, the batteries run out. Is oh, they go blank. Yeah, yeah. So they'd be blank. So it'd be unless the screen like freezes. It'd be both right and wrong. <laughs> anyway, okay. Should we move on to the next? I imagine question? this is what it's like in his, in his student days, <laughs> throwing that sort of little philosophical bombshell in while the next can of red strike happened. <laughs> if, if a tree falls in a deserted forest. Can I have another beer? Yeah. That sort of thing. Well, that, yes, that, you can. That question really annoys me. I've not even had a Of course it makes a noise. Next question. Well, did, did you answer the question about match fixing? Yes. Of yeah, course, yeah, of yeah, course yeah. I'm not implicated we, we, in match fixing. we fixed it, though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next question is from Bill Relia. Oh, hi, Bill. Hi, Bill. Uh, Bill, very nice guy, says, uh, surely Personal. it's... Uh, well, he used, to help, he used to do the Palace Radio stuff. How do I know that? How do I know that? I'm telling you. I'm giving you a point of reference. But your version of nice is probably different. You know, you're from Edenbridge. Everyone's nice in Edenbridge. Because you've all got lovely detached houses. How are Cheshire you doing? They're doing all right. They're into the first round of the FA Cup. Oh, really? I didn't know, because you don't talk about it at all on social media. I'm just trying to integrate myself into my new surroundings. Is this a Cheshire podcast, by the way? Sorry to talk about Palace. What's wrong with just trying to settle into my new surroundings? Which is by the Daily Telegraph, being a bigot like everyone else up there. As I told you before, my ward voted Remain. What, Remain in Cheshire? And then you take up bridge and you throw your car keys in the vase every Friday night. That's how I haven't. I haven't got a car. So. <laughs> Cheshire suddenly sounds a lot more interesting. Uh, right. <laughs> Bill's question. Uh, 
Highest turnout in Buckinghamshire as well. Oh yeah, Chilton. whatever. Well, well, the question. Highest turnout in Buckinghamshire. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's really big, isn't it? Yeah, that's really big. That just sounds like something that Alan Partridge might say. Yeah. Highest. But yeah, Chesham first round of the FA Cup. Yeah. Okay. Your next question. You asked. Bill's question. I but I didn't want a long answer. Well, you shouldn't have asked. Bill's lovely Bill. Bill's question. Yeah. Hi, Bill. Really nice guy. Says, surely it's time for Friars to start. He seemed much more comfortable in left back position than Kelly, and can only improve with more time on the field. I think I think you'll probably get your wish on uh, Saturday. Saturday. I mean, he, he looked he looked all right when he came on against Sunderland, and you know we talk about not having a plan B, but the changes Pardew made against Sunderland worked. Mm. Both the goals came from two yeah. players he brought on against Sunderland, so I think he will definitely. I think he gives us an energy because I have. I'm the first to admit I've. I do defend Kelly I do defend Warren I do think they are competent defenders but we need an energy the, soiree, the energy that Soiree I think we're starting to miss that energy that Soiree gives us and it does give the other team a problem if our, you know, if our full-backs are pushing on it gives them something to think about because basically their full-backs have the freedom of the pitch on so, so I think Bill's right I think Fry's will will get a start it from seems already fair what, doesn't it really well from what I can hear Pardew does he's only well, he's only 20 because Kelly's not smashing it no no the word is fair it's a Cheshire word he's, he's only 22 23 isn't he what kind of word is fair what does that mean well you feel fair in football that's not what fair always fair I better play you is fair do you know what I think you should hurry up I think we're a half a can away from the table going over <laughs> <laughs> My point is, like Owen says, we have. I'll tell you something else. Uh, Well, lad, he deserves a crack, maybe because Kelly's not smashing it. Suarez injured. He's not done terribly. No, I think it's fair. (laughs) Reap fair. What do you think, Street? I I, I think you know he's come on (laughs) twice and not disgraced himself, and I don't think that the fullbacks are particularly. Great that we've wow. been playing. So at some point you've got to, you know, try, actually, try something a little bit different. I'm getting quite emotional because I think that's the highest praise I've heard you give anybody. Not, <laughs> he's not disgraced himself. That's that's, that's well up the rhyming. Wow, I was quite touched. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Right, Kev, Wait until Zeki gets the bill. Yeah. Yeah. Fair comment. Uh, right. Next question is from. <laughs> Richard Bushell. Hi Richard. Hi, Richard. Hi, Richard. He says, is the footballing goalkeeper really going to catch on in the English game? Steve may be a baller, but I still have that heart in mouth moment with his style of game. Well, we sort of hinted that there was a couple of times very early on when he just got away with one in the <laughs> There's one particular one, one the first time. Very turned oh. Sars off. Yeah. That's um, great. Which is which is great. But in those conditions you do you do worry about it. Um it's not so much the quality of the football he plays it's the <coughs> we saw the goal against Sunderland came about because Ledley simply didn't want the ball passed to him in that is that position. Ledley King? yeah Joe Ledley King very nice guy I think it's a very good point I think we've seen with City's keeper that it's going to take a while to adapt the well, Liverpool keeper is going to take a while to adapt I think you have to remember the sort of you know, Mandanda's come from a culture where they don't really press the full backs the centre backs they're given time to play the ball around so they're used to getting the ball given to them by the goalkeeper. Um, I think you need to get away from just the aimless hoof, but I think there are times, on, particularly on Saturday, when it's just 
you could see by the body language of the players they were like desperate for them not to for him not to kick the ball to them. He's two footed, which is good, but you could see they simply didn't want it in the circumstances. They didn't want it. They particularly don't want it lobbed out to them, which he kept doing a couple. Of, it was a wrong condition. Fifteen minutes in the first half, and he was lobbing it out to them, and they just couldn't. They couldn't control it. They couldn't handle it. And well, it's I think that's the, that's, the, that's the important point. Really, <coughs> he, he, even. Uh, Caballero's been playing at no, not Caballero at City. Bravo, at Bravo. Bravo yeah. Sorry, yeah. I mean, even Bravo, who was, looked fairly comfortable playing that style out with Barca, it, it's entirely contingent on having yeah. the right options in front of you who are comfortable on the ball. Is. And not every English side has four ball-playing defenders yeah. who are perfectly happy to play little triangles around their own box. And that that that's the problem with Steve. That he's he's a very competent footballer with the ball at his feet, but the options he's got out wide aren't yeah. really. And how many times did we on this pod moan about Hennessy's kicking and, and no, giving possession point, but away? It, but again, yeah, yeah. it comes back to what we said right at the start. Well, Palace are trying to play a new style of football and there will be times when it doesn't it doesn't work. But the thing is, what you want to see, it, it, when it's clear that the back four don't want it, then you want to see people like McCarthy or you want to see Townsend or, or Wilf dropping deeper to pick the ball up because they are comfortable in possession yeah. isn't it? it's, it's, it's not the like you say it's not the keepers it's nothing to do with the keeper's technical ability it's the technical ability of the players in front of him yeah. uh, I think Dan and Tompkins will be more comfortable with the ball Delaney you can't you simply can't give Delaney the ball in those circumstances same as Kelly and Ward especially when the rain's tipping down like it was well you probably expect us eventually to upgrade some of the, the players in defence particularly out wide yeah, I'm so sure that happen, to yeah. be more comfortable yeah, on I mean, the if, ball. You had, if you had Stones in the back four as well and you had Carl Walker and Danny Rose I think it might cost a bit yeah well, I know but what I'm saying is <laughs> that sort of player but you've seen it with yeah, City, yeah. You know, and, and the fact is that in English football forwards will put pressure on, on people receiving the ball in that situation so well, I mean, it, even City over the last few games, yeah. and they're the ones who like to try and play the triangles around the fence. They've come under a lot more pressure yeah, because teams yeah. aren't, aren't afraid to yeah. you know, press them really, really, really high up the pitch. So I, I do think it is here to stay, but I think it's going to be a, a quite a long period of, of adapting to it. Yeah, but the fact, the, I mean, the irony is as well, it's not amazing. The, the irony is that we now have a player for the first time in years who can turn a nameless punt upfield into a good ball, yeah. either with a flick or with his control. So there were times. In the circumstances, I mean, you do just have to, you know, not be so. Good question. It's a good, very good question. Yeah. What was the question? It's about um, <laughs> we prefer cheese and onion to salt vinegar. Oh yeah, it's salt vinegar every time. Really? Um, yeah, obviously. Someone's not like cheese and onion sandwiches. Oh, it's sandwiches. No, it's sandwiches. Always cheese and onion yeah, yeah. and pie. Cheese and onion pie. Yeah. But in terms of uh, like crisps, yeah. always salt vinegar. Oh, interesting. Always, okay. always. Okay. Um, Someone's done a joke for us. Oh, that's nice. I'll, I'll, be, Wayne, the ju- I'll be the judge of that. Wayne Hart Loveless. <laughs> Hi, Wayne. Hi, Wayne. <laughs> he's going to regret this now, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, no, no, he's already got a good name there. Should, should Palace be given charitable status? Whenever we play a team having an awful run, we give them a win. In hindsight, it wasn't really a joke. It was just more of a statement. It's an elegant statement. But yes, it's always been... We've always said that. We've said that about it's, it's frankly time, nonsense, isn't it? Time immemorial. We do seem to be a good team to play if you're on a bad run. Do you think most teams think that? Though? Is that most football fans probably think that? About Possibly, that but yeah, I think I think Endicott and I have probably been thinking that for twenty years longer than you have. <laughs> um, um, okay. But it does it does seem that way. It does seem you can. There's never any real correlation between our league position and the way we play against teams below us. I think you just like Saturday was just a very sort of palacey performance, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you it just was. knew it was coming, yeah. and it was just so predictable and just yeah, reassuringly. Yeah. It was just well. The fact is, it was disappointing in the context of the four games that have gone before it, in particular. Yeah, I mean, exactly. if if this was March last year, we'd go. Well, that's pretty much what we've been watching for a while. Yeah. 
Anyway, you know. But yeah, let's not overreact until no, you know. No, no. We have, if, I don't if, think if, we have been on this no, pod. No, we've we've been on no, I was going to say what? Let's... I can't yeah. believe Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awful, really awful. Okay. Well, that was the thing we stayed. I mean, that was the bizarre <laughs> thing. After all that, we were still on Saturday night. At least we were still in exactly the same league position. And if we'd won, we'd still win. We'd have in the same league position anyway. That's true. Actually, that's true. So we're exactly we're still eighth in the Premier League. Yeah. So, I know, but yeah. well, actually, I, do you know what? I didn't realise that. Actually, yeah. didn't so, you? No, we couldn't. You're the host as well. We couldn't. Well, oh, but again, I don't. How many games have you played now? Eight, what, seven, eight. You, you talk about those on my United. I genuinely they always say ten games. Yeah. They always say ten games is when yeah. you start looking at the league table. So I, say, I tend to agree with that. So I just. Yeah. Um, we've had quite a few questions regarding Ledley, Joe Ledley. Yeah, oh, including from Marco Rubes. Hi, Hi Marco. Marco. Gavin Moody. Hi, Gavin. Gavin. They both say should Ledley be dropped and should Kabai play ahead of him? But Moz. Hi, says um, should we consider after a poor game from Kelly should we consider Ledley left back no uh, that, can, that. I, sorry, can <laughs> I just point out as well again this is so typical of football fans short term thinking is that the last pod we did I think we were all pretty much in agreement that it was time for Kabai to sit out because Ledley and McCarthy were bringing an energy and a yeah, a discipline true, and true. a combative thing and now suddenly Ledley has one bad game and it's like well he has to go we have to bring Kabai yeah, in and then yeah. the next pod it will be well, and your we point is bring... well yeah <laughs> so, my point is my point is that we should stop judging you know if the manager was oh, the but Kabai is clearly a better player than Ledley but he hasn't been playing better than Ledley this season so Ledley was in the team on merit and no, but if we're going to start dropping people based on on Saturday's game, then we're going to have a lot of youth team players in on That's true. against Leicester. I think he will drop Ledley for Leicester. I think I agree. I'm not entirely sure he should do based on one performance, but I think I think Kabai will start against Leicester. I, I think Kabai just adds that little bit extra. When Kabai's on form, he adds well, that little bit extra. Thing, no, but how many times have we said that? We're well, all how many times they've done it? Multiple. Well, yeah, we were all delighted that Kabai wasn't in the starting lineup for the last couple of games because we didn't think he deserved it. It's like. Until such time as he and we've we've talked about this long and hard. The quality of the player is he, he should be lifting everyone else around him, and he hasn't. You, you can count think, on the number. Kev, do you think what this is? Do you think what this is? I think we've got a problem in midfield, haven't we? Well, we just, we've got a real we, problem in midfield at the moment. We've got a problem in midfield, which is a hang up from, from pretty much from Holloway and Pulis, and that we've never we've never used midfield players. Yeah. Most of our midfield players have spent three seasons watching the ball sail over their head. Yeah. So we've never had, you know, our midfielder tended to be extra defenders. Yeah, we've had a, we're short of a, a Johnny Williams type player. Yeah, who can drive forward because we just none of our midfield players want to drive forward down the middle. But a Premier League Johnny Williams. Well, type Premier League, player. that's what I mean, yeah, yeah. a Johnny Williams type player or a Gudiero type player, and we just simply haven't got a player who can pick out a pass, a different pass. We simply, and I thought Kabai was going to be that sort of player. I thought Kabai was oh. going to be the sort of player who would be able to defend. Be a defensive midfield player, but still pick out unlocked he, defenses with passes. He did seem push a little bit forward on Saturday. <coughs> on, on Saturday for the second half, he didn't. Well, obviously he was on the other second half, but he did seem to push forward a little bit more than he but we, normally we're does. Into, we're starting to get into a trap that could, because of Benteke, and I think it might change when Remy's available. But we, that's that's where I worry about the lack of a plan B because it clearly wasn't working. We'd get the ball wide and get it to Benteke no, on, no. on Saturdays, and yeah. but we haven't got the midfield. Personnel to change it up. You can bring Leon, who's another wide player, or you can bring Kabai on as a defensive midfield player. There's no creative options. There's no one you can go right. There's no. I don't think there's a single natural you know. number ten in that. Squad. No, there isn't. No, and, 
or, and or number four punching just seems to, like, yeah. I love punching too he's yeah. one of my favourite players as I keep on going on about really? how nauseous yeah. yeah he is but I mean even he as he's getting older is starting to drop deeper and deeper yeah, and deeper to try and dictate the game from deep and he does it yeah. well there yeah, yeah he does he was on top of but McCarthy half we, the time we, we, yeah, well yeah quite and we don't then end up having yeah. anyone who is, yeah. is in the sort of number 10 position that he was operating in maybe like 18 months ago yeah. to really create stuff that isn't going just right let's get into the channel which is yeah. I mean frankly at times it's a little bit championship in its sort of one, one yeah, dimensional I, I, sort of aspect I agree okay uh, last week uh, Street did a new feature what was it called questions to which the answer is no yeah it's a good feature okay. very good feature yeah. I've got one for it it didn't work but it was, a, it was actually strange <laughs> it, it was it's a good feature but yeah, what I like about it is as a host he identified some weaknesses in the squad yeah. and yeah. In, the, in, in the actual structure and decided to, to. He brought basically brought the wrong player on. It was a, pl- he, a pod plan B. I think as the Keith Millen of the pod, he's yeah. done a good. Sort I of will take that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Basically, the, way nice that makes guy, me the, the nice guy. Yeah. yeah, the nice guy who pulls the strings behind the scenes. Yeah, I think yeah. that's pretty. Okay. Much, yeah. Anyway, so for that feature street, I'm going to ask you this question from Salami two four eight. Hi, Salami on Snapchat. Yeah, we'll explain to Kevin later. Yeah, I'm I've, I've favour it now. Good. Let me uh, tell him he's as old as I am. Almost. But you still oh. won't get on, you still won't get on WhatsApp. Why would I? So we can have a group and we can just text organize me. Them. Like I can include other people's names in the text. I don't even use text messages. Anymore. No one uses text messages anymore. What's WhatsApp then? We explain after what? the podcast. Text <laughs> messages, it's, but you send it's what, it's what text messages, but under a different name. Well, okay, so Street, what was the feature called again? Question to which the answer is no. Yeah, am I going to get on Snapchat? No. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's the first one. No! This one from Salami248. If we don't get European football this season, have we underachieved? No. No, we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good feature. I enjoy it. I like it better when it's only one question. <laughs> okay. Um, no, no, it works. It works. Now, yeah. We've had. We Thank asked, God, Jenny's back. Eh? We've never had. No, 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 I didn't. Don't mean that. He, he, just, he positively beamed there. He oh, no, actually no, beamed. No, no, no. Knock him off his pedestal. Off his I'm, bloke I'm, pedestal. You need to get on with the host in the pod. Um, We've had a, we've, uh, someone on Instagram has sent us a whole stream of questions. Would you like me? To, there's about ten. Yeah, Would you yeah. like me to read them all out in one, yeah. or just to pick out one? It's up to you. You're the host. Are there them. any okay. to which the answer is no? There's a, there's quite a few, but we'll, we'll, oh, we'll yeah. do it. Okay, ready. What do we have to do to beat ten men? Why is Storm it? Al- goals, no. yeah. Why is it always us that teams come uh, to break, come to break their duck? Yeah, good. Yes, we've, we've discussed these. Yeah. Why don't we do quick? We'll do quick answers. Yeah, we've discussed the first well, two. We've discussed. Well, okay. We, we can already. rotate them round. Yeah. Okay. Do you agree with some pundits that Benteke is a one-trick pony? No. No. Are we looking at one of Pard's famous losing streaks? No. No. One game? No. Is Pape's place under threat from Zeki? No. Well, he's injured. He's just had a car <laughs> crash. <laughs> of course he's not under no, threat. He needs to get back from okay. really well again and then fit. Quick, quick, Jesus. quick answers. Can Benteke and Wickham play together? Well, no, no, probably. Mm. Benteke and Remy is a different question. We've seen Remy quite a lot this season, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, are statistics a help or a hindrance? Hindrance. Oh, what, hindrance. Generally, or in relation to Palace? I, I or? don't know. Oh, that's right, such a liar. Legal, that's a legal brain. Such a liar. Wow. Just in general. Well, define statistics, first of all. Uh, we haven't got time. Very good point. Yeah. And finally, one phrase that gets my goat is, he has it in his locker, so what's in your locker? Well, one phrase I, that gets my goat is, there's one phrase that gets my goat. <laughs> It's not that sort of player. That's the, that's the phrase. Mine is, that wasn't yeah, the question. It gets my yeah. goat. That wasn't the question. What's well, in no, your locker? I'm not, I'm not, no one's finding out what's in what's, my locker. What's wrong with the goats, anyway? That wasn't Why the question. Somebody, no, if somebody gets your goat, what's wrong with the goat? Why goats such a bad thing? 
<laughs> it gets well, my go that people don't great. like ghosts. Well, it start, stems back to the Old Testament and the, the idea. <laughs> is that what it is? The idea of the traditional scapegoat, where people were laden an actual goat with representations of sins and wrongs and send the goat out into the desert to die. All right. Thank you, so Kevin. Send the goat you know what? 51 years this earth. No, but can I just say, can I just say, 51 years this earth, I did not know that. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. And the goat, of course, is associated with the devil as well. So, Street, can you, can you host next week again, please? <laughs> well, if people come away from the pod knowing something yeah. that I didn't know before... You still haven't answered the question. We can add to the what was the question, can, anyway? I've what's in your locker? No one's finding out. What's, what's in my locker? Goats. A lot of goats are in my flipping locker. Like four or five goats are in my locker. It's a big locker, all right? I've done with it, mate. Don't look in my locker again. Loads of goats. And three kids. I don't have a locker. And a wife. Three kids. And actually, my life... Okay, that question was from, by the way, Sun underscore A on Instagram. Yeah, well, it's thanks, a nice son. feature, actually. T- ten quick questions is a good feature. Well, Maybe done, we son. should get more of that. Yeah, so, yeah. Quick, quick fire. Well done, Sun. Yeah, nice quick fire. Nice one, Sun underscore A. Okay, I think that wraps up uh, questions for this week. Uh, oh no, quick one. Um, cr- mainly because of the person's name, Crispin Chapel. Hi, Crispin. Hi, Crispin Chapel. Uh, That's the sort of thing you'd be told off for in your public school, isn't it? Having a crisp in chapel. (laughs) 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 Um, Daily. <laughs> What's that noise? Come over here, Daily. Sit down, Chapel Daily. Just sit down. about the Crispin Chapel Daily. <laughs> uh. How many? <laughs> oh, he's all red. How many? <laughs> that reminds me of public school. How many goal cheeks, line yeah, clearances? <laughs> How many goal line clearances has Punch made? I don't know if, Four, he, I don't know yeah, if he wants the exact answer, but I think he's yeah, making he does, a point. He, 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 yeah, it's bad. Yeah, occasionally he does get caught coming off the post at corners as well though doesn't he so I don't think punches are a problem but the punches well the problem with punches at street is just finding out where he's should be playing well you can't play him and Kabaya and MacArthur in my opinion because they all now drop too deep I mean MacArthur's got more energy so actually does still try to make the the bursts forward but you get fewer of them now from but surely punching you used to I thought he was great on Saturday in comparison to other players he wasn't wasn't anywhere near his best but he was one at one (laughs) (laughs) and you were ill punching's the closest we got to a natural number 10 you'd say or Townsend because I mean I genuinely thought that one of the reasons we brought Townsend was not necessarily to play wide and I wondered when Remy's back fit whether Townsend might be a number 10 Potentially, I mean, because the punching is the closest one we got to. I don't think 10, Townsend is swift enough of thought or foot to play at number ten personally. But no, you know, I, I, think agree. Thought, I think he's a foot. I don't think he is a f- maybe a foot, but 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 you Townsend's know, quite sort of head team. down, get down the wing, cross it, cut inside and cross kind of. There was one instance in yeah, I mean, there was one instance in the second half where the ball breaks to him and Punch and starts making yeah. a run, and he doesn't pick him up. Doesn't yeah. pick up the fact that he's made that run until you know, sort of three, four, five seconds too well, late. Puts it into Punch, and then Punch by that stage is well, sort of double mark. That's probably because a lot of the time he wasn't expecting any movement at all because the movement was appalling in the first half as well. The lack of options for players to pass the ball to. <coughs> Speaking of Townsend, yeah. Uh, it's the final question of this week. It's, it's, a, it's a maths question. Oh, I'll have to sit this one out then. Um, History and goats. Oh, should, my my, uh, <laughs> goats. my uh, daughter Olive is very good at maths. Is she? Should okay. we call her? Yeah, could do. 
Well, see how you do this one. Maybe you can ask her and we get an answer next week. Um, it's from Adam Bootle. Hi, Adam. Oh, hi, Adam. It says, can someone work out the maths equation of a £13 million winger yeah. crossing to a £32 million striker but instead passing to Joel Ward? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's more a geography question than I, I, I think. It, I think we should refer to that, that to a, a higher, yeah. higher level. Okay, I'll take that one. Uh, basically, <laughs> <laughs> it was a very bad. You free are kick not on high level. It was a very bad free kick. Yes, it was. But I mean, it was, it was just one of those oh, days. Oh, that reminds me. Actually, system. there was another question related oh, to that. Crikey. Oh right, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay, this is a final question, but it is related to that free kick from Upcar Baradia. Oh, hi, Upcar. He says the Townsend Ward free kick was one of my t- my favourite terrible set pieces since the 15 year old debutant John the Boss Bostock I don't think that was his nickname confidently brushed aside everyone against Watford in 2007 only to blaze the ball high into the Selhurst sky much to Neil Warnock's ch- chagrin chagrin <laughs> whatever chagrin what chagrin. are the panel's best worst Palace set pieces uh, mine is Gelato one didn't you I think we hit the Jumbo Tron <laughs> that's a good one when we in the championship <laughs> that's a very good uh, one Punchin's penalty against Tottenham away yeah. which he got off the first. radar didn't he because yeah. they, they've, the, <laughs> oh, yeah. they've got the penalty radar of where yeah. they've hit it and he managed to nearly get it off the top left above and but also to the left of the goal a lot of the bad blood between him and Warnock that carried on it because Warnock was commentating on Five Live at the time and yeah. openly criticised him which then turned out was turned into with, something we can't talk about yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. you're right it did yeah, yeah. it did uh, Good. Did you nominate one? Uh, probably the way that the four of us get together on this table. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's end questions there on that note. What time is uh, Mrs. Endicott coming? Thanks. <laughs> Soon, hopefully. Thank you for your questions, listeners. Apologies my pizza? to those we couldn't read out. There's no pizza left. I know. Keep sending them in. Uh, um, in the next part of the pod, in the final part, we'll be looking forward to the trip to Leicester on Saturday. So, join us in a bit. Welcome back to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey! Oh, huzzah! Pod 190 is sponsored by Vector Printing. For all your printing and embroidery needs, go to vector.co.uk and that's Vector with I'm glad you did more than three Ks. And Vector Printing for all your printing and embroidery needs. I will. Go to. Oh I will. God. Vector.co.uk. I will. Wait! Shut up! And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London, visit jc-is.com. I might. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe it depends how I feel. Right. Oh, I might do it, might so not. Good. The fact uh, that he didn't realise you were going to do that is lovely. It's so sweet that he had no idea you were going to do that. <laughs> this will forever be known as the Lou Reed pods. There's been way worse pods. Way worse. <laughs> They'll be worse. Jeff. That sounded like a threat. It did. Right, Palace have got Leicester away at the weekend. The prem- reigning Premier League champions. Yes. Um, who are prob- in, in, in the current run, possibly one of the worst reigning champions. Second. Oh, for fuck's sake. Defending. One of the worst defence of a champions in the Premier League. I need, to, I, need to, I need to go home. Following on Chelsea's terrible defence of the well, it, yeah. title last season. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, how are we going to do? <laughs> All I've written down here is Leicester away. So, <laughs> the I research. Think, I think Leicester are kind of playing this season the way you'd expect them to have played last season. I think they've been not found out. They developed an aura about them last season where a team that 
basically aren't that much better than West Brom managed to see their way through to winning the title and Huth and Morgan look like age has caught up with them a little bit so I, I don't think it's a ground we should go to I, see, I think a lot of their energies have gone into Champions League and for what I can gather from people who have been there for games this season there's no real sense of passion there they've got it out of their system so I don't think it's anywhere we should be going Is it sort of, sort of been there done that kind of thing with the I, so. I mean I think they're a team that in any other season you'd, you'd hope we could go there and get get a result I do think we're probably for, for different reasons to West Ham I think we probably look forward to away games more than we do home games the way we're set up um, yeah. well Kante's a big miss for them obviously but yeah he is He's and even though they've signed some new players and this sounds like I'm just ripping verbatim what they said on match of the day on Saturday night but that, that they don't look like they're playing with the same sort of energy that no. they did last season and they aren't you know they, they, we all said last season that they were overperforming and yeah. this season probably you know Regression to the mean. Yeah. But but they probably are. Yeah. And they're, they're now conceding a few goals because of it in, in the same way that last season they got quite lucky with some games where they should have conceded, you know, two, three goals and mm. ended up getting a clean sheet. This season they're, they're on, on occasion not playing that badly and conceding three goals. Yeah. Um so certainly we should not be worrying about going there. I I wouldn't have thought yeah. one bit. And you know Vardy isn't the threat that he was last season. I think by the stage last season he'd scored like eleven goals. Mm. Now he's only on sort of three. So maybe his arms feeling a bit better. <laughs> potentially, yeah, potentially. I think that's probably the the, the key explanation in all of this. How did how did Palace win then on Saturday? By scoring more goals. Yeah. How many times do we have to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, really simple, JD. Well, you, Palace will win by playing the way we've played the rest of the season. Because we've discussed this at infinitum. We won't. I don't think he's going to come up with any different plan and I think in a, in a funny sort of way despite the fact that Hoof and Morgan are old fashioned centre backs that plays into Benteke's hands a little bit because I think they'll the way they're playing this season they'll struggle both of them will struggle to match him in the air I don't think they'll press us anywhere near as high as West Ham no, did or, or Bournemouth in the first no. half as well as did either it'll be the similar sort of way that they played at times last yeah. season I let the opposition teams. have a bit of a yeah. bit of the ball press them once they get into their half and yeah. hope that you can hit them on the break and I don't think that is necessarily that bad a thing for us for you know us, we, exactly. we, we, they're similar in some ways to how Everton played us at, yeah. at Goodison and although there were periods in which we looked vulnerable uh, especially when they tried to you know hit Lukaku and Balassi quickly I didn't feel like we looked quite as much under threat as we do when the back four has a lot of pressure put on them yeah. I think it's a wholly winnable game uh, <laughs> good. I um, I don't know what to ask. I never know what to ask in these parts of the pod. Should we be doing something else in the final part of the pod? I think this is not the time or place to talk about <laughs> it. I'll be perfectly honest. I'm really not, not in front of the children. I think listen, people no. listening on the tube now again. This is taking a slightly odd turn. They've left the microphone running while they discuss what we no, do in no, future I mean, pods. Well, I've opened up to listeners. You know, should we be doing I something think, different in I the final part? I miss in this week. I think sometimes the prediction or the talking about the game to come gets a little bit uh, predictable ironically because we say the same things every time and we hope we can get a win. So, I, I agree, yeah. So I, I've Personally, I like I used to like in this week, but then you got lazy with it. Mm. Where's that book, by the way? It's it's in my bedroom. The one that I lent you. It's really out of date. That could tell some stories. Yeah, but it's actually my book I lent to you. Yeah, yeah. If only there was some kind of I don't know, some kind of. (laughs) World Wide Web thing that had information on that you could look up perhaps. I've discussed it. Yeah. Well, well, I, I have tried. Well, like you know an information superhighway. Yeah, you know that, that interminable journey you keep going on about? Why don't you give yourself something to do by looking up some things that happened in this week after 2007? Mm, I could do. Oh, Tip it on Snapchat. Could do, yeah. But like uh, so many young people, you can't be bothered. Really. Young, he's 32. 
Well, I'm, I'm, the young, I'm the youngest one around this table right now. Are you? Are you? Yeah. Well, I, I guess that you'll always be the youngest one around this table then. Even if you're young, if you're the youngest right now, I'm, let's let's ask the steel trap that is lawyer Andy Street. Will he? Will there be any stage when he becomes older than anybody around this table? Well, probably when we get rid of him and replace him with Travis. Oh, that's a horrible Ooh. way to find out, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <There's> a, <laughs> we were on the podcast. We weren't. No, we were going to It's just we'd actually written a little note that was inside a Christmas cracker. We we're going to give you to call it, but we let the cat out of the bag. In fact, you've, you've oh. often been the been not the oldest, youngest shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've not even had a beer. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, quite. Oh. Okay, well, let's let's sign off with predictions then. Because I don't like doing predictions. I get in, uh, I jinxes it. We're going to win two one. Holy mother of God! What did you have that on tape? Did you say two one? We're yeah, going to win. That's how a podcast works. We're going to win two one. I think win. it's going to be a one one draw. Can I put your money on it? I, I, I predicted right. West Ham correctly. Let's not talk about the previous matches prior to that. What? But I predicted West Ham correctly, and I think I'm going to keep the winning run going here. Well, all right. I'm going to predict we win five one then. <laughs> no, you've just been silly, aren't you? No, I'm not. I've no, worked not. it out scientifically. Because if you're, cause yours is the most always the most negative baseline, so, <laughs> and I think we're going to win. So, well, I think I agree with Enders. I think ones, it's going to be a one all draw. Ones, ones. <laughs> what? Ones, ones. That's what they, they say like these days. Day. That's what so. young people say. Ones, ones, ones. What are you doing? I'm only ones, ones. No so, one says ones, that. One, no, they do. You sound like. Why do you sound like Oasis when you said that? Ones, ones. <laughs> Just How ones many cans of red stripes have you had? More ones. than ones, ones. I'm <laughs> <for ones. laughs> It's ones, ones. One, it's just been ones, ones. I've had ones, ones. It's not the cans of red stripe. It's the four pints he had before he came here. In ones, the ta- ones. In the taxi, by the sound of it. No tax, mate. Public transport. <laughs> All the way. Right. Ones, ones. <laughs> you heard it here first. FYP next podcast week. listeners. <laughs> next week, we're going to mix ones, up ones. part three. I think next week, we're going to bring back in this week, I think. Good. Yeah. But listeners, tweet us. Um, at FYP Fanzine if you've got any ideas for part three that, that we can mix it up yeah, or just like, any yeah. ideas at all <laughs> <laughs> any ideas any ideas we are open <laughs> to ideas <laughs> 190 pods in right okay good uh, that's it thanks for being here lads it's all right, it's a pleasure. au revoir <laughs> you're welcome uh, and bonsoir <laughs> thank you for listening listeners we'll be back after the Leicester game next week uh, enjoy your week enjoy your weekend and whatever I don't know uh, bye bye Podcast Network.